In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the UFO podcast i'm jordana abraham and i am jared freed it is so good to be back here with you jordana virtually how are you what's going on how's new york city are you getting out of the house at all tell me about your life um new york city is fine um they're about (laughs) they're about to open um indoor dining in the city Um, that's a huge deal that's a big deal yeah, I mean, before that, th- there has been like pretty much absolutely nothing to do. Mm. Um, so, I mean, if I know it's not like the safest. So, but I do think that t- cases are like declining due to these vaccines, which is great. So I'm hoping that this is positive sign. And, you know, listen, things I are I looking think, up. I, I'm with you. And I also think uh, like it's you just want to listen. Everyone has their own opinion on when these things should happen and how to progress. But I think the nice thing is that people can make their, you know, make choices for themselves and be respectful. That's the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the only thing we're looking for, like with indoor dining, like, listen, I've been to places where I like look at it and I go, uh, uh-uh, uh, not going to be for me. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Some places are like big restaurants really spread out. Like, you know, everyone makes their, can make their own decision. It's, I mean, I think it's very positive sign that it's now like legal again. Yeah. And especially like I, there's a, when I was in New York, just like I've mentioned this a hundred times and people are probably like sick of me saying it, but like just the, the ability to go have a cup of coffee, get out of your apartment, you know, sit alone in the corner of a coffee place, not be near people. Like that's a mentally good thing for you. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I think anything that will allow you to just like leave your apartment and get out for a little it's also just like it's so cold like anything that you can do it's good for your mental health i just feel like it's like necessary like i am starting fights because i'm bored (laughs) like just trying to just trying to like uh, shake things up a little bit you know what i mean like i'm like Like sitting there like get the fuck out of here go take a walk yeah (laughs) Basically, I'm like, and did you see how you loaded the dishwasher? Like, who puts the plates on top? (laughs) Plates on top is crazy. Plates on top is insane, right? He's like, it's a small plate. I'm like, it's a normal. Oh, this actually happened. This actually happened. It was so it was like a like a side plate monster. Yeah, I am. Hold on. This is might be the whole podcast. So you opened up the dishwasher and there was a plate on the top rack of the dishwasher. So usually I'm on the dishwasher is like my domain. Okay. But sometimes he'll try to be like helpful and load the dishwasher. (laughs) The way you said helpful. That's almost, well, that's almost, that was my fight with him. It's almost like it's more annoying for you to like be helpful and do it wrong. Try to be helpful and do it wrong because then you get to feel good. And then I have to redo it. No, and see, this like, is this is you turning into a mother right now. That's what because, I'm saying. It's like it's like this doesn't really need to be a fight. I'm like being a little bit nor- like no, a this, lunatic. Yeah, yeah, you're. This is I'm on Team Mike, even though he put it on the wrong side. He should put it in the bottom rack. 
let me agree with you but the like idea like a normal person like yeah. a normal person can how okay before i move but the idea like my mom does this shit to me here my mom's like where's the laundry where's the laundry and so i bring laundry over and then she's like all i do is your laundry <laughs> and it's like That's okay so, yeah damned if i do damned if i don't but i i what do you what do you think of a bowl on the top rack bowl is fine i mean how big is the bowl it's not a... It's like a cereal it's, bowl, top rack. Look, cereal bowl, that can go top rack. Cereal bowl can definitely go top rack. Saucer um, bowl, like a big soup serving bowl, bottom yeah, rack. Yeah, huge bowl, bottom rack. I mean, it's just like, let's you. use our common sense. It's like, yeah. um, just, and uh, sometimes things aren't rinsed properly. Uh, uh, listen, I <laughs> rinse. Oh no, th- this is a big one too. We're going to get tons of DMs. So you're a pre-rinser before the the dishwasher, isn't yeah, yeah, that yeah, what the? Of course, isn't that what the dishwasher's no, for? Because then it gets stuck on the dishwasher if you don't like like rinse it off. It gets stuck. You either you're either taking it off before or you're taking it off after a lot of the time. This is going to be our most divisive episode. Um, we also have Mike Johnson coming on at the end. He was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I need we, to be able to go to a bar so that I stop giving a <laughs> shit about any of this stuff. It's like my listen, whole world is in this 700 something square foot apartment. Jordana, I'm, I can't wait to see Mike in line outside of a bar just waiting to get in when, like at the moment they open restaurants. Uh, just just, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, on that subject, you and I did some texting. We text outside of the show every now and again. Uh, we have a relationship outside of this show we as do. well. I enjoy it. Always, um, a, always a, a fun time. Always a pleasure to text with you, Jordana. And we were talking about this. And this is a huge plug. I, I, we're plugging this Instagram account because we both think it's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. It's called COVID.date.spots. And they've got a following. And it's all New York City date spots. I just think it's so interesting. Like, this is kind of how the world evolves. Like, you know, we're sitting here talking about, like, indoor dining being opened and finding your own comfortability, being able to leave the house. What do you think of these? It gives reviews of these outdoor date spots, and it kind of tells you how hot it is, covered, heated. It gives a review, dividers, no reservations, walk-in only. I'm reading the last one, but, like, you know, some of these COVID date spots, it just looks like a house was built outside. So I, I don't That's know. That's what they've done in New York. A lot of the places, it like kind of feels like they've like built a whole like second restaurant on the <laughs> yeah. street, which is like kind of defeats the purpose in some sense. Like when it's fully enclosed, when yeah. it's fully enclosed and there's a million people in there, I'm like, this kind of seems like the same thing as your inside restaurant with less ventilation. But okay. I, I- um, <laughs> But no, well, this some thing of them is, are like in, individual domes. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is good no, for some people. Of it's to, great. You know. I passive aggressively DM this to Mike, and I was like, it would be so great to be taken on a date. <laughs> well, it does kind of seem like the nicer the restaurant, the better. Like, none of these look like dive bars, which I, I, I would, you know. I guess the dive bar is a window that faces outside that they serve you a drink outside the window, and you just mull around. But like, I mean, I'm looking at one. This is a fully functioning home. Olio yeah. e Pepe. Yeah, I've been there before in the West Village. But what do you think of this? Um, I think it's great. I think it's great to be able to be creative. I think if you're dating, this is like something you should be constantly like on. Um, totally. Like there's, I think there's a lot of excuses to not do stuff right now. So it's great. I like anything that's like, you know, trying to it's- do its best. 
Yeah, I, I, I think we're both, you know, you are uh, the president and uh, creator of your own company. I am, some would call, an entrepreneur in the funny business, so to speak. I, I think we're both team trier. And it's like, if you're someone that's like sitting here like, it's COVID, I can't date, I can't see anybody. This account actually, I think, is an answer to a lot of problems because, listen, you might look at these and go, well, this is just inside. Fine, but not all of them. All of them have different, like, you could find. Yeah, you could definitely you, find something that you're comfortable with. Totally. And I, and that's, I think, an account like this, and we don't know the person who started this, but it's COVID.date.spots. Um, it's worth following and just getting on your game of, like, hey, like, right now with dating, the easiest thing is to be negative. The easiest thing is to say, I'm off the apps because where are we going to go? Like, I'm kind of, like, in the boat of, like, I don't like the joke I keep hearing where it's like, there's nothing to get dressed for anyways. There's nowhere to go anyways. To me, that's a defeatist attitude. That to me is like, it's like you're literally doing the joke that we've been like, uh, that the internet has agreed works. Like I hate those like agreeable, like, you know, euphemisms that we're all just like, right? Like, oh, you know, CrossFit's stupid. Like we're allowed to say it because the internet said so. That kind of like works into that. So, I think with this, this is a a moment to go take your life into your own hands and go, hey, here's a place that I saw on COVID.date.spots and I would like to go there. And then the guy can go or the girl can go, well, maybe one day. And it's like, maybe it's time. Maybe right. this person it's was just fucking to around to begin with. a person to see if they're totally. serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, oh, I know you're worried about it, but like go through this account. There's 154 posts. One of them must match your comfortability. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, And I think it's great. I would highly suggest it. A single or in a relationship, we've all got to get out of our homes. Totally. I mean, and we're here. We're here to facilitate. We're here to help people, especially with dating stuff. Um, But what are we talking about today? Before we get to that, can I can I give a couple announcements? Is that okay, Jordan? Of course. Yeah. I just saw your Valentine's Day show last night. It was so funny. Um, Thank you. Tell the audience where they can come see you in person. I'm doing a little bit of a Florida tour. So I am, um, I, I, I am, you know, the, the king Baron of, of Boca, the King of Florida. Um, I am going to be um, West Palm Beach, Naples, Florida, Fort Lauderdale. I'm going to be in those Ooh. three places um, doing shows. So JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Also Omaha, Nebraska, um, Omaha, Nebraska, in addition to my Florida tour um, of sorts. I'm excited to. Just do shows, just and you know all these clubs have their different, you know, rules in place that you can call ahead to the club to see how comfortable you are with it. Um, but I would love to see people out. The digital show was a lot of fun. It's just nice to give options to people as far as ways to just take their brain, put it on the shelf. I'm also I want to announce right now, I'm putting up a stand-up special. Ooh, I'm putting out a when stand-up special. TBD. Uh, (laughs) A lot of people have been asking. Well, I know. I'm getting ahead of it now because it's coming out. It's edited. It is 34 minutes of COVID material. I taped it on New Year's Eve. Um, It's very much like, listen, I have dating material. You've heard me do dating stuff. I have uh, stuff about my weight. Yeah, yeah, a little (laughs) bit here and there. I talk about dating on stage. I talk about my weight on stage. I talk about Facebook and Instagram and social media. This was really, I had been writing this material since the summer, 
and it's about the social aspects of 2020 and COVID. And I taped it on New Year's Eve. So like this was an opportunity to like, I, I hope to God this material makes no sense a year from now. Like I hope to God someone's like, can you, like I, so I was like, what do I do with this material? Let's put it on tape. I'm going to put it on YouTube. My, my ask of the audience is to make a night of it, put it on the big screen, airplay it, whatever you do, watch it with someone, make it, watch it like it's, it is as good looking as a Netflix special. I, I invested my own money to make it. This is again, the trier nature, nature that we both come from. And let me just tell people all I want from you, comment something nice on, on YouTube, leave a comment. The YouTube people, tell a friend, share it. It's 34 minutes. I'm doing interviews. I'm doing jokes about the social aspect, living in Florida as well as New York during all this stuff. And it's stuff that like, listen, if you like this podcast, you won't be surprised. It's just me talking about a different subject. So I would love to have people enjoy it and, and watch it like it's a Netflix special because listen, I tried to sell it to them. So, so it's not <laughs> like it's, uh, they said no. So I'm taking my life into my own hands and trying to put out something funny into the world that people can enjoy. So that's my, I pitch. think that's awesome. I'm very, I'm excited to watch it. Um, Thank I you. hope I can watch before the masses, please. You're going to get, know. yeah, you'll get a, you'll get a pre link and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, I think I'm proud of it. It's, uh, it's loose. I, I, I got to say, like, it's like fast and loose, fast and loose. Uh, yeah. I hope my parents don't hate me because I make fun of them. And and it's OK. So let, I just wanted to, like, let this audience know before anyone else how excited I am. And I want them to enjoy. You it. guys heard it here first. Jared, when you have the link to this, please let, let us know and we'll share it. Um on all Oh, I will be things. annoying. I promise everybody. So <laughs> you won't be able to miss it. Yeah. Great. So what are we talking about? We we wanted to talk about something very specific today, right? Right. So we got we're we were looking at this tweet. I think it was taken from Reddit about the bachelor. We're having Mike John Mike Johns, we pre recorded with him. He will be on the end of this episode playing Red Flag or Deal Breaker with, with us. And in honor of having a former bachelor contestant on, um, I thought we I thought it'd be funny or we thought it'd be funny to do to go over this tweet and sort of share our thoughts on it. Well, this account is actually like I love this account because it's a it's it's uh it's from Reddit, um, and it's called "Am I the Asshole?" and it's a Reddit thread where basically they let the Reddit users decide who's the asshole in the situation, right? Okay, right. And so, do you want to read it, or do you want me to read it? What do you want to do? Um, I could read. I'll read it. Okay. Okay. And it's, uh, am I the asshole for applying to The Bachelor? So the other day, I had nothing to really do, and I ended up pulling up the application to be the next Bachelor. It was pretty easy to fill out, and I've always thought I'd be a great fit for, for a multitude of reasons, so I ended up submitting my application. I thought nothing of it. It was like signing up to win a car at the mall. My, my girlfriend, however, thinks differently. She heard me. <laughs> the big reveal. My girlfriend. Yeah. What? Okay. I know. This usually happens on episode like two of the actual <laughs> series. My girlfriend, however, thinks differently. She heard me banging away on my keyboard as I was filling out the why do you want to be on the show portion of the form. And I was so lost in thought. I didn't even notice her looking over my shoulder. She thought it was a joke at first, but then she saw I had to use the word love and shit hit the fan. I tried to explain to her that I was just screwing around, that I was just trying to write what I knew the producers would want to hear, and that I wasn't actually looking for love, but she wasn't buying it. I told her I don't actually have any intention of being on The Bachelor, and she's all like, well, if they called you up and cast you, you would go. And I admitted that it would be hard to turn down. 
Okay. But she's one to talk with the way she and her friends drool over that douche Matt James every Monday night. (laughs) And that's tame compared to how they act during The Bachelorette when there are multiple men to gawk at. But she never hears a peep from me. I've literally applied to be on The Amazing Race, Survivor, and a million other reality shows, so I don't see how being on The Bachelor would be any different. Yes, it involves beautiful women, and yes, I'd be... I'd have to be single for at least the duration of the show, but I love my girlfriend. And if she ever had the opportunity to be on The Bachelorette, I would push her to do it because that way she'd have a life far better than the one I could ever give her. And she deserves the best life possible. It's hurtful. She wouldn't do the same for me, even though it destroys me on the inside. She doesn't see it that way. And when I told her that it was a dumb argument because this is all just hypothetical anyway, she got up and left the house. Am I actually at fault here? I was just messing around. Same as buying a lottery ticket, taking a a one in a million chance at a better future. And she's pissed off about it. It wasn't an indictment of her or our relationship. Was it wrong for me to, to fill out the application in the first place? Or is she overreacting? You know what's interesting about this email or this am I the asshole Reddit post, whatever it is? I actually did as I read it, as I heard you reading it, I kept going back and forth from his side to her side. Do you know what I mean? Like I I, I, I'm back because I wasn't ever really on his side. Let's hear what you have to say. Well, the only reason I'm trying it's not about it being on his side as much as it's like I see what he his brain is thinking of this a certain way. I think I might have talked about this. No, I, I I don't think I told you about this, but I I was on stage in Des Moines, Iowa. I did a show, and there was a couple in the front, and the woman was pregnant. And I was like, oh, when do you do? And the woman goes, April. And the guy goes, tax day. And it's like, okay. it's it's kind of shows you both of their mindsets. She's like, April, spring, a new baby. It's going to smell great. You know, like, and and he's like, Money, tax day. Like, it's just like, so from that, I see where this guy's coming from because he's like, I apply to all. Like, the one part of this where he says, I apply to the Amazing Race, Survivor, and a million other reality shows, he is seeing this as reality show means better life. I would, you know, he's not taking, I don't think he's taking into account the idea that like, you would have to break up with your girlfriend to go yeah. on this show. Only one of those reality shows requires you to be making out with women of the <laughs> yeah. opposite sex or like, sure. or you know what I mean? Or anyone. I think that like he says the part that, that was really annoying was he was like, I'm hurt that she wouldn't do the same for me. Cause I would just want her to go out there and like live her best life and like have this shot, this amazing shot. It, like it made it seem like their lives were so sad and pathetic that yeah. like, this was the, you know what I mean? This was the only way for them to be happy or like get the best life possible. It's like, what do you think of the life that you have now? If you're kind of like, I need this. To like, he, he had, you're right. He makes yeah. it sound like it's the hunger games and he's going to go as tribute so that he right. can give his family a better life. And he's like, I will go stay home. I'm no, I'm our best chance to win. Yeah. It does right. feel like, like that. Yeah. Like how bad is their life that he's like, Ah, uh, this is like the only way to give her, I th- th- that I know being on the show could give her a better life than I could ever do. <laughs> yeah. It's like I would be unattracted to him. Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, um, maybe we should break up. You don't think we can do better than anything we have right now? Yeah, I and I think it also his his arguments ruined by saying, well, she's aug- ogling over Matt James. Like now we're seeing kind of like 
he he doesn't see anyone on the bachelor as a human like i actually think it's like like i i i agree with you i'm not on his side i'm just saying like the the idea that i'm i'm seeing inside his brain when he's like amazing race the bachelor uh who wants to be a millionaire survivor it's like no those aren't the same to him those are all game shows and the bachelor is not about love at all it is about getting as many uh getting as famous as possible which is not true also like that that is a part of it but it's not really why everyone's there and and it's not how you get to fame like you can't go on the we've seen with you know characters this season people can be unlikable and ruin their lives on the show as well Right. You could go on and completely embarrass yourself. And I do feel like it's usually the people who are on there who like, like if you're on there to get Instagram followers and to get this better life, like you're usually, I don't think either not doing that well or you win like what's his face, uh, Claire and like Dale. And then you look like an asshole after that. It, like, it's not good. It's not a good long game. I mean, like you look, yeah. look at this season with like Katie, who everyone seems to love. And I'm a, I'm a fan of her as well. She's the, if, if you're not familiar with the bachelor, there's been just a lot of toxicity in the house. And this, this woman, Katie went to Matt James and was like, Hey, there's a lot of bullying going on and it's uncomfortable to live here. And everyone looked at her and was like, wow, what an honest, great, straightforward way to go about things. Katie got sent home last week, okay? So when Katie gets sent home, we're all like, hey, we kind of want to see more of this person. We kind of like her personality. There's another woman, Victoria, that everyone didn't like, and it just felt like Victoria came on to be a bully, to be this, to get this character, time. to get yeah. screen time. And all of us, you know, I would say that Victoria's life right now can't be great. I'm sure she's getting very nasty DMs and... I think this guy would find the same type of future. If you watch someone on TV treating people as transactional, you're going to look bad on TV. Right. And I would, I would bet, I would guess to say that if he's doing that about TV characters, that like he's not really valid. One, it doesn't seem like he values his current life or he's not that happy if he's like sure. desperate to get on this reality show. So I would dump him for that reason. Like you clearly like can't be like, this is worth more to you than whatever this relationship is. And also like if he's treat, if he, like you said, like he's going on to treat people in that way, like how does he treat those around him in the real world? I would imagine not that great. Yeah. I, it, it says something about his outlook on life, his perspective. And yeah, I guess I, I guess we're both awarding him the asshole in this situation, yes. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I would also say like, it, it is interesting. I, I, I was once in the, like, I was in the car with my dad and my girlfriend and my dad was like, you should apply to the bachelor to help, you know, to help your career. People love that you talk about it. And I was like, dad, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Like I had to like, be like, no, that's, that's stupid. That's insane. Um, and also like, I'm too fat to go on the bachelor. Like, that's just the reality of it. Like (laughs) I, so like I also in addition, but, um, you know, and it's just, it, it, to, to just, also, this has happened in the past where Jed went on The Bachelor basically with a girlfriend and he was like, see you later, toots. I'm going to, to get... Didn't work out well for him. It didn't work out for him. And, not, you know, that kind of, again, the audience, the audience of The Bachelor is the 33rd character on the show. 
Yeah, no, I agree. And this, I mean, I, I agree with like all around. He is the asshole and he's going on Reddit to, and he's also going on Reddit to pull whether or not he is the asshole, which Let's again. Let's see what these strangers have to say. Right. Yeah. These anonymous <laughs> strangers behind the keyboard. Who have a reputation for being so even-minded and kind. Exactly. And insightful. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. UUP at betches.com. UUP at betches.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Ready, Jordana? I'm ready. Jared and Jordana, big fan. I've turned on many of my friends. Uh, I've I, I've turned a ton of my friends on, LOL, to the podcast, and my boyfriend loves your awkward sex segment. The Kalaloo theme song. Oh, the Kalu. How do you say it? The, I have no idea how to say anything. That weird cartoon. The, the Canadian Doug-looking cartoon. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Uh, theme song right in, in the recent bag of shit story are his favorites. <laughs> Yeah, the bag of shit story really um, created quite the 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 internet, you know, flutter. Um, anyways, this one is dedicated to him. <laughs> okay, good. We uh, this I feel like I'm on Sunday night easy listening <laughs> yeah, you're, radio. You're like Delilah. Um, yeah, like one of those, yeah. <laughs> this bag of shit email is dedicated <laughs> to Johnny, who I love very much. Okay, the Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> context 
We were in a relationship for five years, starting in our early 20s, before breaking up because we got together young and needed to figure some shit out. The two of us dated other people casually for about a year before finding our way back to each other. We've been living together uh, again since December, and things have been great. However, we keep reminiscing over awkward stuff from the beginning of our relationship, and this one still haunts me. More context. Six months in, he farted in front of me for the first time. No biggie. Aww. <laughs> Today, we wake up every morning farting all over each other, Dutch ovening the bed, startling our pets, etc. That's wow. one of those. Yeah, that's one of those things that like she wrote is like, look how close we are now. And we're both sitting here like, ugh. Uh. <laughs> we rub right. we rub our dirty, our dirty towels all over each other. We're in love and we fart right in each other's eyeballs. I'm suddenly feeling better about my dishwasher story. I feel like we haven't gone off the rails just yet. <laughs> she writes, well, listen to this. She writes, we farted in each other's faces to piss each other off. We fart in the tub to make our own nasty bubble bath. This is starting right. to sound like a kink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like enough already. One time right. I, f- I farted in the bath. It was actually Valentine's Day. Um, and I you were in a bath with. I was in a bath. Jess was about to get in the bath and I farted in the bath and it like ruined everything. It was like, you know, when you, you know, when you take a step As too it far, should. yeah, I know. Like, well, bath farts are different too, because it's, it feels like the smell is sticking to you. And then you're like, I'm going to get in this water. That's like fart water. I have yeah. like fecal material in it. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it was a mistake. I, I remember the look on her face was like, we, and you were we like, I've, t- I've go- gone too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we, we had gone backwards. Um, so anyways, a few days after he broke the fart barrier, I let one rip too. All good, right? Nope. Little did I know I'd been farting in front of him from the very beginning, all night long in my sleep, whenever we'd hook up and spend the night. I think I know how it happened. Back when I was 21 and my cooking skills were limited, I made hummus constantly, like all the time. It was my one-hit wonder. I keep full blend I'd keep full blenders of the stuff in the fridge and devour it by the spoonful. If you are what you eat, then I was hummus, literally beans. That's kind of <laughs> gross too, like the idea oh, she- I, putting full blenders into the like use the Tupperware. Like Yeah. I don't like I mean, when anyone also uses just like the your one food that you're making is hummus. Yeah, like, I, that's not a beginner food to me. Right. I, I I'm sure it's you're- easy to make, but with like a food processor, it sounds like putting the blender in the fridge is disgusting. I once had um, my parents went on vacation once and they left us with a sitter. And I remember the sitter would cook in the pots and pans. And then instead of like transferring them to like Tupperware or like plastic, they would just put the pots and the pans in the fridge and cover and it she- with tinfoil. And I was like. This is fucking gross. Like I was like ten, and I was like, "I'm you were off like, put." You're fucking, you were like, "You're fucking fired, bitch." <laughs> yeah. Get out of my house. Because it's you're not responsible enough to watch me. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I'm imagining a ten year old like Jared just like yelling at his babysitter and like going off. You low grade swine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it always grossed me out, even to this day. So like, if you put like. There's a moment where you go like, like it's it. it so it, she's farting because of the hummus, but her whole fridge smells like fart too. Sounds like she would smell like hummus herself. Also, yeah, 
So, Very odd. so it makes sense that allegedly every night, like clockwork, I'd break wind running out of synonyms here over and over again. Fart, 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 fart. Supposedly it was endearing and it should be all good, right? My boyfriend and I can laugh about it now. Here's the thing, though. I had a high libido and commitment issues in college. I saw what I liked, went after it, and got around. And I can't help but think of all the flings, friends with benefits, and one-night stands I must literally have spewed for hours during post-quital sleepy time before my relationship began. Who else did I fart on without the comfort of a relationship? Have I been farting on sex partners dating back to my teens? Ah, the world may never know. I hope I didn't wake them. Keep doing what you do. Sleeping tootie. Wow. This was a a, a sonnet. Who only eats hummus for years? Yeah, that's like so <laughs> much. <laughs> like she spent years think, on. <laughs> I don't think that's what she thought her response would be like ugh, you ate hummus for that this, long yeah. yeah i mean i'm glad she reached a comfort level in her relationship where uh she's doing this i wouldn't be that into it personally mm. i'm st- still a fan of like i understand everyone has their movements i'm fine with it but like let's keep it to let's try let's at least attempt to not make it like loud and you know, I mean, I am a farter. I am farting okay. <laughs> like crazy. I'm like this woman. So I, I, under, but I do understand the idea of like, let's have some, a little bit of resilience here. Like let's, uh, we, my girlfriend and I, we have had discussions about this in the past. So I understand where this person's coming from, just from the feedback I have gotten. But the idea that you like, I, I would be more like. Her explaining the story is grosser than the story itself. Yeah, it's very uh, vivid. Like if I was her boyfriend and I was like, oh, like she was like, oh, I, I fart in my sleep. And he was like, yeah, you fart in your sleep. And then I heard her telling the story of like, and now I'm here and I'm fart, fart, fart all day long. And I That's eat just so me. much. That's just me. And I, it must be all the hummus I'm eating. And in college, I was really fucking around and I was still eating about a gallon of hummus a week. I'd be like, shut up. I can't hear it anymore. You know, it's like a little too much. Just, I'm just imagining this person in college. This like, I'm just imagining like some frantic girl just running around <laughs> having sex with everyone and eating hummus. Yeah. Like she <laughs> smells like hummus. I used to work with someone that drank so much Red Bull that they smelled like Red Bull all the time. It like turned me off to Red Bull. I could see how it's like, I wouldn't allow hummus in this house if I were him. Yeah. He's got to put his foot down. Yeah. What would you call this one? Um, hummus queen. I don't know. What do you think? Tahini toots. Like uh, <laughs> the tahini tootster. I like it. All you need is just one. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, listen, red flag or deal breaker? They fart Fartarella. in their sleep. Fartarella is funny. Yeah, I like that. In their sleep, fine. But I'm. Oh well, here's the real question. Let's say Jess is farting in her sleep. Mm. Do you tell her? Um, I would assume that I'm farting in my sleep. That's the thing. Like, that's such a weird thing to like reveal to your partner because like I'd rather like not say anything so that. They're like, well, you should hear you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, like the response would be like, not trying to throw I, stones. Yeah, I'm not trying to throw stones. Yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, you know, like it'd be like, well, you should hear you in your in your sleep. You actually fart and then you scream. You know, your your parents' name. Like, like, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. That, like I feel like whatever my sleep thing would be it's worse. Probably worse. Okay. Yeah. So you're not saying anything. No, I'm not bringing it up. And to me, it's like cute and endearing in their sleep. Like I think any like thing people do in their sleep is cute and endearing like it I, I think it's like because you're the most vulnerable you could be yeah you have no control yeah T- i agree sleep i'll let it go tub no uh, yeah Public, i mean <laughs> no the way she described the relationship where they're farting into each other's eyeballs is kind of like uh it's a little much uh, who's gonna trust you two to have children can you call social services for that (laughs) little little tommy's like uh the the principal called tommy's farting into people's eyeballs at school oh he where'd he learn that um (laughs) it's a game we play in the house yeah i don't know yeah we gotta have some more rules in the home yeah i think you so. know let's, nothing uh, hotter let's... than rules <laughs> let's do another email let's do it all right good afternoon j and j long time listener i've tagged many a batch have subscribed follow the insta the whole nine yards i never thought i'd be writing in but here we are long story short my boyfriend and i have always been pretty transparent about everything finances included i know how much he makes he knows how much i make blah 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 He comes from money. I definitely do not. And he has more of a solidified savings account than I do. He's always made more money than me, which is fine. Like, yes, more money. But he just (laughs) got a new job that is a raise. I'm talking over 10K more. Big wow. We use HelloFresh, shameless plug, and love it, but hadn't figured out how to split it up as far as paying for it goes. With all our other bills, rent, light, cable, and even food, we do an even split. Now that he's got this raise, I was like, okay, great. I don't have to split the hello fresh. He can just take it. Okay. What's that for <laughs> what's that phrase about <laughs> never assuming again? Make One an day, ass out of you and me. Yeah. There you go. Make an ass that out was, of you and me. That's for the last couple. Okay. <laughs> that that should be the actual title is make an ass out of you and me. That is um, that I think that I I totally agree. Okay. One day at dinner, he's like, Oh, you can Venmo me for this HelloFresh. Um, And I was like, oh, no, I thought you would take it. He says, why would I take it? And I'm like, because you're making over $10,000 more now. And we literally split everything else. What the fuck? My mom has always thought he was too cheap for me, but I brushed it off until now. We've not resolved this issue yet. So I'm here to ask that you, the experts. Am I being unreasonable asking him to pay for HelloFresh when that's the only thing he'd take on alone? Is chivalry dead? Was my mom right? Let me know. Sincerely, broke ass betch looking for a bone. P.S. For background, we've been dating for three years, have a puppy, and live together. We've discussed marriage and have looked at rings. You think he'll want to split that cost too? LOL. Um, Jordana, what do we think? What do we think? Um, I think she's like wrong, kind of. Yeah. Here. I'm with you. I, think you can, I don't think you can ever really assume. Like the, the annoying part to me is that she assumed, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh, like, why would I pay for this? Like, you're making all this money. Like, that's not how, like, relationships work, really. Yeah, I, I, I'm with, I also, she assumed it would go towards HelloFresh. Like, why was right. that the thing? And how was he supposed to know that's the purchase 
that he would start footing because she's connected a lot of dots that I don't think she has the right to connect. Right. It almost seems like she's setting him up. That's a very good point. Like why this hell, why the HelloFresh, why anything else? It's almost like she was like setting him up to like call him out for being cheap without him even knowing like that that was what was going on. Totally. And the mom calling him cheap is like, and actually like she wrote it. Um, I don't know if she wrote it as a joke, but like my mom always thought he was too cheap for me, but I brushed it off until now. That's the most important part of this whole email is like, she's kind of, it feels like a test. She's like, she's done the math. You have an extra 10,000. Uh, that should go towards the hello fresh mom. If it doesn't, Mom was right. You are a cheapskate, right? right? And and then it's like that. She gets to the end. She writes an LOL. We're gonna split the cost of the ring too. It's like, yeah, I'm not on board for that. Like, I, as far as like, it's his right to like. I, I again, like, I think all this also leads back to her fears of like, are we a team or not? Like, if you guys get engaged, that ten thousand dollars isn't about HelloFresh. Maybe it's towards you know, buying a house or college education for kids. Like that becomes a different, like his saving structure. I-, I think she might feel left out on like, I- I'm getting way deeper here than just the hello fresh, but like, right. She might feel like, well, he's saving. What's he saving for? You know? Right. Like, is it about the actual money? But I also, th- I think it's kind of like, that's an you're talking if they're talking about like engagement or getting serious like they clearly haven't talked about money and how they see and aligning on how they see things being paid for because it sounds like he's always made more money than her she says he comes from money all this other stuff it sounds like she has some like tension around this money issue and the issue isn't whether or not he should or shouldn't pay for the HelloFresh because I actually don't necessarily even think there's like a right or wrong answer to that like everyone has their own views about like how they think couples should split money or how they think that people should some people believe in one bank account some people believe everyone should have their own bank account like i don't think there's a right or wrong answer for i'm with you i'm with you 100 percent. but like i do understand where he's coming from where he's like well this is how we've always done it like my raise has like like i could see how in his mind the raise meant more savings not spending for HelloFresh. no totally and i think that like Again, I think this is mostly her fault, not because, like, again, he she does not entitled to have him pay. Maybe she thinks he should pay for the HelloFresh. I don't know if that's like the actual issue. I think it's more like if that's something that you think, bring it up in a mature, normal way. Don't be like, like, why would I Venmo you? Like, mm, yeah, you, I'm you know what you. I mean. Be like, oh, like I'm so proud that you got this raise and like this new job. Like, that may brings me to a, a different topic. Like, let's talk about like our finances. Like, how do you feel like? couple should split costs in a relationship like do you think it should be totally even or do you think that like the person who pays more should contribute more um should we open that should we change the structure of how we're working things out now that like life is a little bit easier for us do you see this as a raise for us or do you see it for just you like yeah and i think that's like a really important that's an important long-term life partner question if you're talking about this like engagement whatever thing and like if you think he's cheap for you, too cheap for you, that probably just means you haven't like aligned on the ways that you like to spend money or the ways that you're you're thinking about, you know, like you said, being a team and and being in it together or like kind of both of you being more independent, which, again, I don't think that like there's one answer that works for everyone. But it's, not, but it's definitely something you have to agree on whether or not 
right or wrong, whatever totally it is. Totally agree. And also, nobody thinks they're rich. So, like, right. the, there's nobody, everyone thinks, when they think of rich people, they think of someone richer than them. So, the idea that you go, like, I I think there's, like, a little bit of a problem leading back to what she wrote. Like, I don't, I definitely don't come, my boyfriend comes for money. I definitely do not. Like, and now my mom calls him cheap. Like, yeah. You know, like if that that there's a huge issue with that. So if that's how you see things in terms of like if that's how you've leveled things in your own head and which is OK, that's something we all do. Like I don't come for money. He does. Mom says he's cheap. Um, do we have an issue with money talks just generally? Do we feel that, you know, also you've been like he's always made more money. Like I don't think it's wrong to like see those things. But how do you place them in your mind and how do you emotionally connect to them? Do you, you know, not like him for that? Do you, do you think less right. of him because he doesn't see the world the way you do? This is all kind of connected in a little bit. Yeah. And are you actually like having that open conversation or are you just like testing each other to sort of like annoy each other about like mm. what you think he should pay for? Because this passive aggressive style of doing it is not really going to be like working for you long term. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I'm with you. I think, it, it, how do you think she goes about it? You think just like, hey, let's just talk about like, you got to raise. Uh, we have to reassess the spending here. Can uh, How do we, does she, I mean, it sucks. Th- I don't think, it, it, I, I, I'm holding back from saying this, but like, you don't want to hand out from anybody. Like he might think mm-hmm. you're okay with spending the money you're spending right now. You know, yeah, like, which she always has been. So I can see where. And if he's paying for this ring down the line, maybe he's like planning on using it for that. Maybe he has other expenses that you don't have that he's thinking about what he's doing. But I think like the way I would do it is I would I would not even address this specific thing, but I would open up a larger discussion about how how he sees money in a relation. It's just like one of the least comfortable conversations to have because it's like awkward. Easier Um, said than done. But yeah, I agree. Totally. But like if you're actually going to be with someone long term, that's like people get divorced mostly over like money and like communication issues. This is both of them. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) um, (laughs) This is the grand storm of shitty conversations. Yeah. yeah, And I I think it's okay to see it differently too, as long as you can find somewhere in the middle that makes sense for both of you. Yeah. It feels like she's making something that she's vulnerable and, and a little bit like, you know, self-conscious about money. It sounds like she's self-conscious and she's afraid to bring it up in an adult way. And instead she's going through with it in a childish hello fresh way. Right. Right. Yeah. It seems like a setup to me to like have that conversation almost start antagonistic as opposed to like an actual, just like open discussion about how you think things are fair, like should be fairly distributed in a relationship. Totally. Yeah. Listen, tough one. Tough one for all of us. Um, Listen, we're going to play some games. We're going to play some games with Mike Johnson. Yeah, we'll be right back. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. 
Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Okay, we are very excited to have a very special guest, the host of the Talking It Out podcast, Mr. Mike Johnson. Mike, thank you for coming on and joining us. <laughs> thank you, Jared. Thank you, Jordana, for having me. It's a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we were very excited. Stop um, lying. I'm honored to be on y'all's podcast. Let's just tell uh, the truth right now. No, we were like very excited to have you to have you on. We were like it was it was a big deal in the batches. Especially, especially during yes. bachelor season. Like this is. Do you feel like it's like anytime the bachelor and bachelorette are on TV now? You like this is like a. Like people are like kind of you're like the insider. Does that happen now? Like after Bro, the show this past Monday, I accidentally tweeted about a show I was watching called Sinners and somebody tweeted back. You weren't watching The Bachelor. I'm like, yeah. I didn't know it was like a prerequisite to, <laughs> you know, you must watch The Bachelor every single Monday. You have to talk about it. Like no offense I, to the show. I assume there's a. I assume there's something in your contract that's like on Monday nights, you must <laughs> pretend that you're that's all you're you're doing and watching and recapping. Like, and I, I definitely check it out. Is that not in no, the contract? It's not in the contract. I check it out. You know, I make fun of Matt's, you know, open eyes kissing. <laughs> what, do you, what do you so what do you think of that? Like, you know, there was a lot of chatter that you were going to be the next bachelor. And then watching it now, are you like? kind of like happy that didn't happen like because i could understand that someone does open eyes kissing and they don't realize <laughs> it and then and then like the season ends they stop taping before we stop start watching and everyone's like oh my god he's doing it and it's like once it becomes a thing it's almost snowballs into this like every time he kisses we're all like Looking into the TV a little bit closer, being like, "Are they are they open? Are they open? We do, are they open? We do like, look. We do look closer now because we we're aware of it. But this ain't even on Matt. This is on every girl that Matt has kissed in the past. I'm blaming them. Like now, okay. one girl's told him, bro. Like if if me and you are homies, Jared, and you got a yeah. booger in your nose, I'm like, yo, you got a booger in your nose. You might want to check it. Like, this is true. That's not Matt's fault. Like, hey, one of the one of the ladies should be like, babe, I like you, but close your eyes when you kiss me. Like that's <laughs> straight up. Well. Maybe they don't know. Yeah. Do they know? Is it that, too that open? Is, good, is it? I'm, I, their eyes are closed. How the hell they know? Jordana, would right. you tell Jordana? Would you they, tell your boyfriend if his eyes were open during? Like, if you noticed it, would you say something? Um. After I think after I got to a certain comfort level, I'd be like, "This is creepy." Close I'm your eyes. Your ass <laughs> no. Number one right. kiss, like first kiss. One. Bang. Yeah. Close your damn eyes. <laughs> you just, or you could just, you could just take your hand and reach across just, and just close it for them. Yeah. <laughs> just scroll like, over. That's hot. It's like, it's like they died at the end of CSI. They closed the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> so, so Mike, are you seeing anybody right now? What's dating life like for you? Dating life for me is making the love I want. Like the title of my book is making, okay. making, it's, it's making the love I want. Um, I'm Making the love dating. I want. It sounds yeah. like a like. I, I could see some girl who you went on a couple of dates with being like, "Does that mean we're exclusive?" I don't. <laughs> no, I don't I, know I how say, to interpret that. <laughs> no, when I'm with, when I'm with somebody, they know if it's exclusive or not, right? I was just talking to my homie about this, and tell me, Jordan, I want to know your thoughts on this, right? And I want to know your thoughts on this too, Jared. 
when a guy sure. does the right thing, says, hey, I want to be exclusive now, like he says he communicates properly, is there like, do girls almost get hurt more if that relationship ends because you did all the right things in comparison to a, like a, a fuck boy? That's an You're interesting saying- question. It's a real well, question. Like, so you, what's, you, okay, you you're, I think you're dating someone based on what Jared just said, right? If he's a great individual, does all the right things, and then y'all break up, is that more hurtful than the fuckboy he was just was like cheating on you, lying on you? You know, we talk about this a lot, and we, I actually think that we, what we say is that like it's tougher to have a breakup that's just like not the right match than if someone yeah. is cheating on you or lying. Cause then you can be like villainizing the person, like that person's an asshole. Everyone at the brunch table True. can agree. But if but, you got nothing um, necessarily bad to say, right. Like, when they're just like, eh, I feel like I could find a better match for myself. You're like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, how am I supposed yeah. to get over that? Um, and and also murder. it's like, it, I would assume it feels more personal. Like if someone was like, I'm here for you. I love you. Let's do it. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, so we tried uh, the real relationship, and not for me. Like it's like you know, it's almost like not for me. You know, <laughs> yeah, I you yeah. know we we gave it a shot. It's not like at least you could if you broke up with someone who never gave you the shot. You know, like you can always say, well, right. they never considered me yeah, the real deal, anyways. Or, but that's that's not the truth. You know, like totally. it's not, it, all breakups, all endings. It's not per, even though it feels personal. It's not about the other person it's about you you're figuring your own stuff stuff out like you get to be selfish as a person before you start getting married then you then that kind of goes away right I'll, I'll tell you guys something last year i was dating this girl uh and not in the public eye whatsoever tried my best to keep it on the low and she stopped talking to me and i took that shit personal ain't gonna front like you sure. know it's, a, it's yeah. a shot at the ego uh but then afterwards like after maybe a week or so you're like i appreciate that person because one thing I've learned in with, with the relationship is you never want your partner to have resentment, you know, mm. and like not breaking up with someone because, you know, it's not right for you only stews resentment for you down the road and make sure it, it makes works. it makes totally. it harder for everybody. So, wait, you just mentioned you were keeping a relationship out of the public eye. How do you do that? Like how? <laughs> because people recognize you. I would recognize you if I saw you in the street like how do you go like how do you even put up an instagram story are you like tracing the outside of their head or something nah, how do you nah, do that <laughs> over here over here <laughs> um i mean in, in that particular situation people would stop us uh people I, you know I'm, I'm a super nice guy and i'll take pictures with people still if they post the shit they post it or whatever no big deal i can't stop them from doing that but i yeah it's like when i when, I, when we're out together i'm not one to like be on my phone a lot anyway I will take if I feel like doing an IG story, I'll do it. I'm just not going to like tag you in it. And the person, I'm, <laughs> but, the person, but, the, I'm sorry, I mean, it's up? making. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's making more sense why they might have ended it right now. Like, no, like, like I'm, a, I'm, a, no. I learned something from the last person I dated, who told me something so intelligent. She said, uh, "Private but not secret." Right? You could be private but not secretive. Okay. I thought that was I so like beautiful that. that she said that. Me too. And that's how I take you know, relationships going forward. Right. Because uh, I've been dumb. I messed up, right? So I'm all about the private, but I'm not going to be secret about it. If you find out, you find out. No, I, I like that. I think it's sad because <laughs> it's like private is like he doesn't share much of anything. Yeah. Secret is like he shares everything but you. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I, I, I also, I think you're, you're right, Jordana. That explains it better. But I do like that, like, 
if it sounds good, any, every, marketing can be the key to anything. Like you could be like, <laughs> no, baby, I like us private, not secret. Like, and she's like, ooh, it sounded like a, that a an sync. Yeah, that sounds special. That sounds like an in sync song. I, I, I love it. You know, like, you know, it's uh, like, no, we're not, fr- we're not friends with benefits. We're acquaintances with, uh, with, uh, with Quitus. You know, like, well, I don't know. Quaint Quitus. No, whoever, whoever I date, they, uh, I'm a very, I ain't going to my home, but I'm pretty good in a relationship. And so therefore I'm going to build that community or they know what's good. They know I'm not cheating on them. They know all that stuff. So, yeah. Mike, I have saying? a question. Um, how long into dating, like what would be the factor that would make you start to tag them? Like, do you have to be like, she have to be your official girlfriend or is it like. So for me, the, and it, it's funny you say that because it's different for everybody, right? So step mm-hmm. one is like, I right, boom, we exchange numbers, we're dating now. And then dating for me means I could date more than one person until I say I want to be exclusive. And when I okay. say those words exclusive and you either agree or you say the words first, right? Because I, I personally like when a girl tell me up front, she like, I think that shit is attractive and sexy. Uh, but if she's like, I want to be exclusive and or I say I want to be exclusive, then it's just us if we both agree to that. And then after being exclusive, if I'm like, yo, I can see this person being my potential partner for life, then it's a girlfriend material. And then it's, she becomes my girlfriend. And then at that point in time, I'm private, which I'll post us, but I'm not going to like, I ain't going to be all lovey-dovey and shit. <laughs> when are you going to be all lovey-dovey and shit? Marriage? Always, just not, just not in public. Just Never not in public. publicly? I mean, like, see, I like Mike style. You're posting, you're posting nothing from your wedding? No, no. Shit. <laughs> just you know, another yeah, Saturday? Yeah, I'll, post, no, I'll post stuff, but it won't be like... <laughs> Saturday at the church. It just won't be all lovey Well, like. I understand that. There's, you know, yeah. there's like, you know, sometimes you see those posts where it's like the sun, the moon, the stars. Yeah. And it's like, for that reason, I want to wish a very happy half birthday to the most beautiful woman in my life. And it's like, <laughs> we have to do this every week. You know, like, do we have to do that? Like, there's you know, some people. When you every start doing week, it, it's a new thing. When you start, yeah, when you start doing it, it becomes a it's a whole thing on its own that you got to keep up with it, right? I like yeah. making my girl feel absolutely amazing that she's the only person in the entire universe without all that shit, right? I don't. Mm. She doesn't. She she knows it. She feels it. She understands it. Now, when you start doing all that extra stuff on social media, you you we're human. We start to pay attention to. It. We listen to your podcast. We listen to my podcast. Oh, Mike wasn't wearing his wedding ring because he was just mm-hmm. playing baseball or some shit, right? And sure. that starts to eat That's at people. That's why you can't so. start dangerous precedent of wearing your wedding ring. You can't wear it. Yeah. If you never oh wear it, they can Mike never Mary? get you on it. Yeah. Well, I I mean, that is, um, it, it's like buying your 16-year-old a BMW. Where do you go from there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, what the yeah. hell are you doing? Are you picking <laughs> someone awesome. up from the, I think, uh, have you guys ever seen When Harry Met Sally? I heard it's it. Whole, it. Yeah, there's a whole thing about uh, Mike's, why you Mike's pick... waiting to see it. Don't, spoiler alert: it's been out for 30 years. I'm waiting. <laughs> came out in like 1985. Um, yeah. well, Billy Crystal says you can't pick up someone from the airport because, like, if you pick up someone from the airport, then you're setting that precedent. And then, like, in 10 years down the line, they'll be like, "You never pick me up from the airport anymore. You used to pick me up from the airport." Um, so that well, reminds me of that conversation. I don't want to get it twisted. I absolutely, when I'm with you, I want to set the bar higher than you ever thought possible um, so that therefore I can continue to get better for you. But when it comes to the public forum, like, let me see, baby, should we pose like this? Oh, we didn't get as many likes because we did this pose. Like that shit is like, 
Well, no, we're going to pose because we, we're going to take a picture because we choose to. But you bring up a good point, and I think like sometimes, and, and that's what this podcast is all about—the intersection of technology and relationships. It can yeah. get confusing. Like, what is real love versus what is like the fast food love? What is the you know? We all have a cu- we have a couple in our minds when we think of the couple that posts all the time. That comes right to your mind. And it's yeah. like you like I think like this is I, I agree with you where it's like I don't want to be that person. I don't want to just do things to do things or check off a box. You want it to like mean something. I get that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you know what I think about sometimes I, I like that you said that because I want whoever my, my lady is, she's an individual first, right? And so we're she's not a, a Mike and Jordana, for example, or Jordana and Mike, right? She's an individual, I'm an individual, then we're amazing together. But then have you do y'all ever think about or have y'all talked about do some people have children just to stay hot? Because that's like a thing now. Children like as just an accessory? to stay hot? Just, yeah, like an accessory. Like I feel like some people... Just for the Instagram <laughs> posts. I mean, yeah. Straight yeah, up. Like, some YouTube I'm having families, the baby I for the likes. They have another, yeah, like it's like because they get another, like they know they're going to get another 300,000 in sponsorship. I mean, whatever, if you're... If you're in that influencer world, I actually do think that that like having another kid is it's almost like a business decision because you get yeah, you get a lot of uh, press or like, you know, traction around that. I mean, I, my most uh, my most liked Instagram post of all time got like three times as many as the rest of them is when I got engaged. So I'm like, yeah. I'm looking for for some social Correct. media clout. That's yeah. you're like doing the life moments for those uh it's very interesting because you True. grow up with your audience, yeah. so to speak. Like you do notice, it is funny. I saw someone, you know, uh, an influencer. She was there, uh, you know, had a thing with her and her baby. And then I was like, let me go back, you know. Like I scrolled back through their posts, and like then it was the she was a now she's a ba- she went from baby. Like the more you went back, it like she changed her influencer title. It was like baby influencer, uh, mommy influencer wedding influencer uh <laughs> engagement influencer then before that it was like nightclub influencer like it was like all it just like the evolution yeah. it's like I, I you're waiting for like that day that it's like yeah and with these depends i can go out <laughs> freely <laughs> with my old people diapers hey, you know like it's well, gonna happen that's the that's the intersectionality that we talk about right that's kind of the cool part is that we get the girl with you my roommate connor and i always talk about what we want to do next because people we, we are people as well. We love to see you grow. We love to grow with you, right? Uh, but like you said, both of you guys said, on the influencer side, we noticed, yo, I got the most likes because of this, right? Mm-hmm. And this, if you're an influencer, that directly ties to your paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. And then there comes to a data it's perspective. A business. And so, yeah, it's yeah. a business in that regard. So like my, my, me and my roommate, we always talk about cash flow in other businesses that we have that people just don't know about, right? IG to me, it's supposed to be, yo, this is my, this is just me having a good time, right? I do the influencer post, but I also am just going to post me when I was a kid or post me eating a burrito, whatever the hell I feel like doing, right? But if that's how you make your bread and butter, it is, it is hard to decipher between real life and understanding that I know I get the most engagement based on my engagement photo. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. I was thinking, I mean, I had this question also because like, I feel like the bachelor people post a lot with each other because they know that the audience, like the followers want to see the, like the bachelor people with other bachelor contestants because they know them and it feels like they're like part of the world as opposed to you posting, let's say your random friend who's not, who wasn't on TV or wasn't 
famous, like yeah. the audience doesn't know them. So the, that post might not get as many likes as like someone. You know, we, I think we've joked about this before. Like, it seems like after you go on The Bachelor, people don't have any other friends besides those people yeah. they I've, just I've, met. I've, on I've, the I've heard that before. I've heard that before. And it's, I, I feel I, don't, I feel one way about it, but I see both sides of it. Right. I know that I'm going to give if you look at one of my posts, I think it's the, the first it's a carousel picture. The first one is me, uh, Connor, Dylan, Demi and Hannah. And then the second one is me and some homies before TV. And I made sure I put I didn't put the homies first. Uh, simply because I knew that the other ones would, it would get more engagement. Right? Well, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's, just, a, that's, a, that's a it's fact just honesty. It. Yeah, yeah I'm being, I being love the honesty. I, I yeah. still posted my homies. I just the homies know what's up. You, like, like, you snuck them in there. Yeah, I snuck <laughs> the, them in there. It was, it was in the sandwich. You feel me? Like they the were, were inside. Like the reality like, is, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Everyone is doing a version of what you're talking about. Like I think that's like. Yeah. And that's very honest. Like you're going to yeah. put up the picture where you look a little bit better than the one you didn't look as good. You're going to put up the brighter one versus the one with less light. You're going to put up the one with you in the bathing suit first and then put one with you and the friends cheersing drinks seconds. That's that's that how it third goes. One was perfect. Yeah. The third one was perfect. And that's what, bro, that's what scares me. Like I, I'll tell you, I have a, a TV show that I executive produced and created uh, that discusses directly the intersectionality between social media and how it affects our mental health. Literally. Sure. Like, have y'all seen how, the social dilemma? I haven't seen it yet. I'm Bro, waiting till waiting after for? I see like, Harry met Sally. Oh, I saw <laughs> some parts. <laughs> social dilemma yeah. is, whoa, man, that's real. It, I'm aware of uh, the what they say. I'm almost afraid to watch it because I know I'm the worst with this stuff. Like my girlfriend all the time, she's like, "You're addicted." I'm like, "Yeah, I am." Like, <laughs> yeah, I I, yeah. I use my I use my phone the same way people who are addicted to cigarettes use their phone. Uh, have a that's cigarette. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's when real. I wake up before I go to bed after a after meal sex. after sex. You know, these <laughs> are all the ways a, a person who does a pack a day would do uh, their yeah. cigarette. But I I do want to ask. How do you date? Pe- How do you meet people now, Mike? How um, are you meeting people? I ain't gonna front. I'm I'm an equal opportunist, so therefore, in the DMs, if someone hits me up, okay. or, I hit, <laughs> or if I hit someone up, and I, I don't say in a, a, a like I'm better than no one way. I just think that people always ask me, "Do you date only people in your realm, your equal right. realm?" Which is stupid to me because I think we're all equal. Uh, sure. So I I'm equal equal opportunist. I don't care. If you got literally no followers, you're not on social media whatsoever. I probably would like you more, to be honest. What's um, the best way? What's the best thing to slide in your DMs? Is there is there a line that will get your attention? People always uh, ask that question. I don't know if how true, how fair the question is, but it, what line? I mean, is it for be men? Hot? For women, for, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, no. Nah, it's a. Uh, I remember doing this like when quarantine had just started. Uh, someone had said, "You are a QT." Uh, you like you can't spell quarantine without you are a QT, and I thought that was uh, dope. Uh, and then just <laughs> just something funny to make me laugh, right? I like I like laughing. I want something something new and something different. But then also I go to Whole Foods. It's like right down the street. I see a little baddie at Whole Foods. What's up? I'm gonna go holler at you. All right, you'll meet him anywhere. I love it. Um, <laughs> I met a girl at Tony Robbins uh, a Tony Robbins event, and I just was it was the motivated? craziest thing, right? <laughs> She was like, it's the craziest thing. She didn't know who the hell I was at all, right? Which made me happy. And it was, uh, this is the first time ever. All these girls are coming, running over to me, trying to give me, you know, talk to them. And I'm trying to holler at this girl and she'll know who the hell I am. But I, it was the funniest thing ever. I still pulled her, got a number or whatever. But I mean, you know, I'm the same guy. If I like you, I'm gonna go up to you. 
Who? What are you going to a Tony Robbins event for? Are you into that type of stuff? Is that is that up your alley, like the self help uh, type of thing? I mean, I wrote a book on it, Jerry. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I'm sorry, we didn't get you. We asked. <laughs> no, I got uh, I got invited out, so I definitely went. I, I walked across the the fire, which is hella dope. I think that at first, I'm gonna front you because I get to take. I, I was able to take one of my homies with me. At first, we were apprehensive to it, but it's boring if you don't, you know, drink the Kool Aid, right? And once you drink the Kool-Aid, oh, it's hella fun. Once you actually do drink the Kool-Aid and just like let go and start doing the craziness of just dancing around for effing five hours, right? It's super fun. Um, I do think that there is a certain level, of, I think it's balanced, there's a certain level of extra outside influences that does dictate how we think though. It sounds like it's a great place to meet people. Oh, yeah. who are who are who are like looking to better themselves, maybe. Oh, it's <laughs> sure. an awesome place to meet. It's an awesome place to meet to meet people. It's a great place. It's just it's a, it's a wonderful place to meet people. <laughs> well, love it. What, listen, we want to make sure people listen to your podcast. It's called Talking It Out Podcast with Mike Johnson. What do you give us? Like the one minute trailer. Like what do you do on Talking It Out Podcast? Yeah, Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. Uh, I am so unfiltered. I talk about any and everything. I talk about how I felt about not being a bachelor. I talk about. I want to be able to talk about Chris Harrison uh, and Rachel Lindsay conversation. I want to be able to talk about. Um, President Trump and impeachment. I want to be able to talk about uh, can can we sleep with girls on a first date? Can girls sleep with guys on a first date? Are women considered sluts because they have sex? I want to be able to talk about uh, men and their insecurities with body shame, body image, right? We don't ever talk about men and do we have insecurities because I don't look like Tyler C, right? I want to talk about all the real shit. <laughs> I love it. What what? How do you feel about not being The Bachelor? Um, to be honest, I zero percent care at it, about it right now. Um, I, I went on the show to find love. I legit, Pinky, promise you, I didn't even know that you went on the show and had a potential to be the lead of the show. That's how novice really? I was. I was that novice, right? I mean, I went on the show wearing my do-rag. I, just, I was just being me. I'm like, yeah. You were there for you. the right reasons, you're saying. Like, man, that's, is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when I didn't find out for the second time, uh, after like the push, I was, I ain't front, I was a little butthurt. I was like, man, that sucks, you know? Uh, you won the popular vote two years in a row. But then, <laughs> like, but I mean, I'm just, I think the reason, I'm just so damn, I say this shit that sometimes people may want to say themselves, but just don't want, don't, don't say, feel comfortable to say. That's your me. liability. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what makes you interesting. I feel like there's that, that usually like the more interesting you are, the more of a liability you are. And that's like a little scary for something that's like that corporate. But I think it's also amazing because at times I can be polarizing and I have an opportunity to talk about it on my podcast. So I, I think that polarizing figures are the figures that last and what we remember most. Well, that's why people should go listen to the podcast, Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. <laughs> Do we want to, uh, Jordan, we should play a game. Let's play, let's play some Red Flag or Deal Breaker. I'll read the first yeah. one. I hope, I hope they're juicy. And these yeah. are all very real scenarios that we've gotten from listeners. So these are, yes. they went on a date. This thing happened. They were deciding between stay with it or get the hell out. Okay. Our first one is male submitted. He writes, she takes a shit in the bushes during a first date walking around a city park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guy and I met a woman uh, I was talking to from Tinder uh, 
around to walk around a city park and talk. The date goes fine. It wasn't super special, but wasn't bad. Near the end <laughs> of the date, we're nearly within eyesight of the parking lot, and she sees she sees the bathrooms are closed. She says she'll wait the fifteen to twenty minutes until she's home, and then very casually decides, nah, she'll just use the bushes. I thought she was going to pee, but nope. She went in and pinched one off in the bushes. I understand if it was an emergency, but she was so casual and nonchalant that it seemed like it was more of a personal choice. Half of my friends say this is a deal breaker. The other half say this is a green flag. I personally wasn't <laughs> bothered, but wonder if I should have been. After after taking her dump, we resume walking and, and talking for a bit until we got back to the cars and parted ways. We didn't really talk much after this date. We had a nice conversation, but our personalities didn't quite click. However, I'm fascinated to hear your take on this. What would you do if your first date casually pooped in the bushes in a city park during a first date? <laughs> I'm the type to talk about a shit. I'm like, yo, Ben, what the hell was that? Like, did you have some <laughs> laxatives? Like, explain to me what the hell just happened. Like, are we super drunk right now? Like, did you pop a, uh, a pill? Like, what's going on? Or is it just like a regular day in the neighborhood? You're like, not like letting know. that slide. You're not going to be like, okay, no, well, like, let's just keep talking. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a fart to where you like let it slide. It's like, yo, you shit. So we got to talk about that. That's, okay. Talk so let's that. say she, let's say she's like, I just had to go, and you know, this is something I do if there's no bathrooms available. <laughs> red flag or deal breaker? Woman, you better hold it. It would be a it would be a red flag. Until like it could it could turn into a deal breaker depending on how the combo combo went, but it would be a red flag off top. Jared, what do you think? I think it's it's not the shitting in the bushes; it's the casualness with which it was done. <laughs> like I think, yeah, it's more that maybe, like maybe she was she was like nervous; she didn't know what to do. <laughs> she was saying, I, she was well, yeah, I don't know. I need her to be like, oh my god, this never happened. Like if it was like <laughs> you don't understand, I had stomach issues, but this. Like, right. if this is casual, then everything is casual. Like, there's not one thing. And it's like, there's a part of that that's nice, for, you know, that's kind of refreshing. But then there's another part of me that's is like... Refreshing the word choice that you use right yeah, now. Yeah, like, like, she refreshed herself. She She's refreshed, relieved. Relieved. Sure. It's relieving, yes. yeah. But a part of this is just like, I need, I need th something to matter. Like, this has to... If this doesn't matter... What does matter? Like, I need her to like, like if she sprinted to the bushes, like, oh my God, I can't ever speak to you again. I'd be like, okay, there was humility. There was, a, but to go, hey, excuse me. And then, and then, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there was not a lot of leaves, but like, she didn't even mention how she wiped. Like, I would need to know. I was so thinking much. that. I didn't say the white part. If, if they were sober, then it's going to be closer to a deal breaker, straight up. But I've seen. Seen plenty of the homies, lady homies, like take a shit in the bushes, you know? Yeah, they had a but nice But I, I would, I mean, in this case, I would choose to shit my pants in the car on the way home as opposed to on the date. Like, I would. <laughs> if you like the person, especially, like, if I liked, yeah. if I was on a date with a guy and I liked him, I am like making up an excuse and like running away and do it. If I had to do it, it would be like, I, I would be mortified. But like, yeah, if I, right? I mean, I could see a scenario where I would have to do it, but I would like run, I would like do my very best to get away from the person. Yeah, I think she was mortified. I didn't know how to respond. I, I mean, if I, I don't like that either. Like, if your response to a mortifying situation is to act like nothing happened, like, I think that's a worse trait than being yeah. a little bit like hat in hand. Like, like it's like to me, there's vulnerability in going, hey, uh, this is the most embarrassing day of my life. I have to tell, <laughs> like, like, at least, like, you know, I agree if with you're that. like, if Same you're too that, proud. You know, right? Yeah. Like, if you're too proud and you're like, um, there's nothing wrong with pooping in the bushes. <laughs> it's all natural. I'd be like, okay, you have other issues here. 
Jordana, what would you do if a guy just was like, excuse me, can you hold my jacket? And then went and pinched a loaf. Um, I, I it would be a deal breaker for me. Again, <laughs> I would understand. It would be okay if he was like very embarrassed about it. He would have to be embarrassed. Yeah, I, I need something like that. You're right. See, like the embarrassing aspect, they, I'm just giving her the benefit of the doubt. She probably was embarrassed and literally had no idea how to even bring it up. <laughs> now, if she was perfectly fine with just shitting, and, and like on a corner like that on a first date, like, and then tries to like want me to hold her or hug her. Hell no. Like she might still got brown <laughs> on her hand or something like that. But. Yeah, like what did you like do? It's, it's a red flag until we talk about it. Cause my personality, I'm gonna bring it up. I'm probably gonna laugh at you and make a joke out of it. And depending on what you say is gonna dictate how it goes. Well, I would assume that someone who doesn't laugh at it wouldn't be like someone that doesn't get embarrassed about it wouldn't be cool with you laughing at it. Like I would assume that like you have to be able to make fun of that. Right. Like you have to, like, if you can't make fun of that, we can't be together. Yeah. Let's do another one. You ready guys? I'm ready. Okay. They buy you socks for Valentine's day. One year in red flag or deal breaker. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I had a homie that went an entire year, 365 days with a brand new pair of socks every day. And I did oh, wow. it for a week. And I ain't going to front, bro, a brand new pair of socks every day feels amazing. When was the last I, time you bought a brand new pair of socks? Uh, uh, a while ago. It's, it's a good question. It is a article of clothing, that and underwear that you're like, it's probably the most nece- the most necessary articles of clothing that we take completely for granted don't refresh enough. We refresh T-shirts more than we do underwear and I socks. Mean, it's true. But at least underwear is like has a Valentine's Day like sexual kind of like thing mm. with Innuendo. it. Innuendo. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like socks is like. It's like it's a dad you, for like Father's Day. Yeah, it's what Day. you get yeah. your dad or something. <laughs> How <laughs> would you feel about Jordana? Yeah. Um, I would like to think that I would have trained my boyfriend well enough that he would know that this was okay. It wasn't okay by a year in. Uh, I would, I would almost think that was a personal failing, you know, like if my kid was like 10 and, and not potty trained. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, um, I would say it'd be a red flag, but I would have to just vocalize that. Like I would have preferred something a little more like romantic or I I think this is one of those male female things. Cause I, I agree with Mike where I'm like, this is like I put on a pair like socks nowadays, like they're not they're kind of expensive, but they do make <laughs> such good pairs now that like they kind of change the way you feel in shoes. Like it does actually feel good. Would you get them for a girlfriend though, for Valentine's Day? Um, I would understand the stakes of me ever getting blown again, not being <laughs> being on the being on the line and I'd be like, I don't I, I can't risk that. I can't take such a risk. I- if how do y'all feel about Valentine's Day presents in general? Um, I like a nice card, personally. Nice card. I like Your a nice card, card and like a, a nice dinner, just because it's like a nice reason to do that. Do I think it's like a dumb commercial holiday? Like, yeah, but it's just like a nice excuse to like do something a little romantic. Yeah, I I don't think about like gifts to me on Valentine's Day. Like I I'm not a good gift getter because I I just don't like I I kind of feel like I'll just go get what I need at any time. Like I I, I kind of feel that way about like things. Like I do agree though. Like like a nice meal, a good excuse to have a glass of wine, 
Um, I think that's nice. Like, that, what's better than that to have a have a nice night together? But like, I don't think it has to be like surprise. Like, I don't have to walk in the room and have like you know fireworks rose go petals. off, yeah, and <laughs> rose petals on the ground. Like, I think that's a little much. I see. I'm I'm with the the rose petals and doing the, doing the all the nines. I'm going really? on the highest, but on a random ass day. Like, I want to be okay. surprised, and or I want to surprise my girl on a random ass day. I I don't it's too like cliche for that, you. Yeah, I just don't like the people that only do something on Valentine's Day. It's like, bro, what happened to like last Thursday? You didn't do nothing then. I just like I'm I'm more of a every day should be Valentine's Day. Hey, that's how y'all. That's how I want to make my girls. The forced nature of it makes it almost worse, less romantic. Yes, it makes it less romantic. It's like, bro, I know February 14th every single year. Come on now, you could have done something October 17th. You know. That's true. Where was where were my flowers on October seventeenth? What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I get it. Exactly. Let's do one more. All right. So someone writes in. I was scrolling through the apps while brushing my teeth and listening to your podcast when I had a guy like me on Hinge. Cute guy, late twenties, seems funny, and is generally my type. I scroll through his profile, and the last picture is a screenshot of his credit card email alert that he has a new credit score over seven hundred. What's Hello. the deal with this? <laughs> I know <Look> this guy. <laughs> I know that money can be a big deal in relationships and financial stability is an attractive quality, but why on earth lead with that in a profile? Is that a joke or a serious attempt to attract a woman? I, I don't go around posting my impressive fertility stats from my recent OBGYN visit to attract a man. So what is going on here? Wait, so first off, I got to give her credit for like how intricate and detailed she was. She said, I was brushing my teeth while on the app you know, and, and listen to your podcast all at the same time. I got to give her credit for that. She said that was that was like his last picture in the carousel was his credit score. Yes. A car- credit That's karma screenshot. Deal breaker. 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, agree. I, I agree. I think credit score is something you want to be good, but you also don't want someone to be proud of. Like, like, yeah, it's if like they, yeah, it's not, there's such a yeah, thing as being too proud of it where you're like, that should be like an, of course, you know, you want exactly. that to be like, yeah, it, it, as far as like a, like, listen, I, I don't, that's not to say that like, it's a nice thing where someone's probably proud of themselves for improving their credit score. I think that's nice. But as far as like how you want them to mentally be with it, I, I think you want them to be like, oh, and the, the credit score is good. I, I, I worked hard on that, but of course it would be, you know? It's just first off, if you're going to post, it need to be over 800, homie. Uh, I was going to say that too. I totally <laughs> agree. It's like 700 <laughs> is like not that. It's like it's fine, but like it doesn't sure. say that much. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> if you are going to like post about it, it needs to be over 800. You I agree. It's, it's got to be like the highest number. Like it's it's like don't put your don't put your SATs on your resume unless it's like a 1600 or something. Exactly. Like, it's exactly. Do I care about this 1350? No. If, if you're going to talk about it, let's make it the best. So right. that, yeah. that, that's a deal breaker. Deal breaker. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, I um, think that I think we all agree, huh? The, yeah, I, I think agree. it's funny that she was like, "I don't go around posting my impressive fertility stats." I don't know if those are equivalent. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't think like I don't think like the, that guys are like, "Oh, well, you better be making babies." As far as like how they're choosing a mate, maybe you know I can understand where this guy was like, "Well, I got financial stability," and someone would, and hypothetically, even though he's done it the wrong way, that would attract a mate. You know, you know, it doesn't feel like it's equivalent. If it came out naturally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, right. that's how you have to do it. It has to come out naturally. You can say pretty much anything. It just has to be a natural way of doing it. Absolutely. You can't say, "Oh, I, I own this apartment complex that I live in." 
like what do I give right. a damn? Like, did anyone ask? <laughs> yeah, like what? No, yeah. You want you want someone to come over to you like the doorman to go, Mister Johnson? Yeah, the deed. Like, yeah, yeah like, that's some dope shit. You do it like that, she gonna look at you like, oh okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you exactly. You own this building. Yeah, yeah, I dabble in real estate. You want to be able to say that? You gotta tip the host to pretend she recognizes you. <laughs> that's exactly. that's right. See, slight flexes are okay when it's done in that way, but when you come on with a strong ass flex, it's just it's tacky and unattractive. It's too try hard. I agree. Absolutely. Yes, Listen, Mike. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so fantastic. We want everyone to go follow Mike's podcast, Talking It Out. That's the podcast. What days it come out? What day of the week? Every Monday you can find us. Uh, we're on the Wondery app. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. And baby. Don't DM me no more. Go subscribe. Go subscribe. There we go. Go subscribe. All right. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank you both of y'all. Have an amazing day. Bye. Betches.